Hi there. Welcome to the Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm so glad you tuned in. I hope that wherever you're tuning in from, wherever that may be, that you will like and follow this podcast. I'm on all kinds of podcast platforms. Um, Podvine, Pod cast casters cast anonymous castaway all kinds of places apple google <laughs> uh, audible amazon iheart podbean spark you name it i'm there and so if you really want to share this with someone and you're like oh, not sure i like this platform you can find me someplace else and share it from there like follow share download i would love that all right so if you um not been here before Welcome. And if you have been here before, welcome back. This is Karen. I'm your podcast hostess. I'm a speaker, a writer, a humorist, and kind of an all-around nutcase with a microphone. So I'm glad that you're here. And hopefully I will inspire you with some people, events, quotes, scripture, craziness, and things that have also inspired me. Basically, whatever it is that God lays on my heart at the time of the recording, that's what you're going to hear. All right. Today's episode is partly brought to you by accessmore.com. So that's the place, the space, the website that you can go to and find all kinds of amazing podcasts besides this one on education, theology, religion, entertainment, so much more. You're going to find wonderful speakers and thought leaders, faith leaders, entertainers on accessmore.com like Lisa Harper, Bob Goff, Torn Wells, so many more than that. And it's a really safe place to go out to. You're not going to have to worry about what kind of content you're going to find out there. It's going to be a place that you can just explore and find something that inspires you. So accessmore.com, check it out. All right. So each and every podcast, I share with you a pod quote or, t- or two or three, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. In preparation though, for today's pod quote, uh, I would like to share with you a definition, expectancy. That's right. The word expectancy means the state of thinking or hoping that something, especially something pleasant, will happen. The state of thinking or hoping that something, especially something pleasant, will happen. So today's pod quote is from Edwin Lewis Cole. Ready for it? Here we go anyway. Expectancy is the atmosphere for miracles. Pretty simple, but I'm going to repeat it. Expectancy is the atmosphere for miracles. I love that. Who doesn't want a miracle? Woohoo, I do. (laughs) So the title of today's episode, though, is Wrapped with Expectancy. That's right, Wrapped with Expectancy. Are you one of those people who can't handle the suspense of Christmas? The expectancy of Christmas? Because truthfully, some people do not like that feeling of expectancy. Oh, they might like the excited part, but they don't like the nervous part. And then they might get scared and then it might lead them down, down a path of worrying, right? Expectancy should be a good thing. I think sometimes in society we have taught people it's not. That we have to know everything and we have to know it now. Can you handle the suspense of Christmas? Like when you were little, I used to love that excitement. I still kind of have a little excitement and, and some joy in more in giving gifts than in receiving gifts, for sure. Um, You know what I mean? Though you have to find out, at least when you were younger, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to confess. I'm saying this as if this is me. This is this part is not me. 
But there are some people that they just have to find out what's in those boxes and bags under the Christmas tree before the actual unveiling on Christmas Day. I actually saw, I saw a lady on Instagram today. Um, she's April from Sunrise Farms, by the way, if you're on Instagram. Great lady. She and I were chatting about fingernails. Uh, but anyway, she put, posted a video saying that when her daughter was younger, they had a webcam and it just didn't go anywhere. It just went to their computer and her daughter, little daughter liked to uh, record videos of herself and put them on the computer. So when she would get home or if she was out, she would watch what her daughter had done that day. And it was really cute. And she'd take clips from it and save it. So she had like this little record of videos and things her daughter would do. Well, one day her husband kind of shooed her out of the house and said, go take time for yourself. Go take time for yourself. Because it had been Christmassy and, and leading up to the Christmas time, and it was and everything was rushed and crazy. So she's like, "I'm out of here. I'm going to go do whatever I'm going to do." And so she took some time for herself. And when she got home that evening, she did like she always did, and she watched the little webcam thing so she could pull clips of her daughter to kind of keep those videos. And and what she found was that her husband had sent her their daughter out of the room to do something and closed the door and he went to the Christmas tree and took all of his presents and carefully unwrapped the presents under the tree that were for him and then carefully wrapped them back that way he could see what they were and she said she had no idea how long he'd been doing that um but she caught him because of the webcam so I mean there are some people who are like that that they can't handle waiting until the actual unveiling of Christmas Day. And there are a lot of people who can't handle that. They try to pull back that paper like he did. Not everybody's caught on a webcam though. And then they pick up the boxes or they shake them. My husband is one of those people, by the way. I don't know that he's ever unwrapped every, anything. I don't think he's ever had the, the chance to. But he said when he was younger, he used to shake every present trying to figure out what was in them. And a lot of times he, he could guess. I highly doubt the actual shaking of the boxes is what gave it away. But moreover, the list that he knew his sister, um, he and his sister gave to their parents, you know, the letters that they wrote to Santa when they were younger probably gave them a hint or just knowing the family dynamic, um, is what gave away what was in the boxes, but still he shook them. That was his thing. Isn't that strange how people shake gifts thinking that they can figure out just by shaking it what's in them. I see people do it all the time. They do it in the movies on TV. I've seen people do it in person. So uh, unless you're expecting something that makes a particular noise or rattles a certain way, I think shaking it is just an odd habit or an odd thing to do. But like many people, my husband used to shake the gifts. And when he got older and was in his early 20s, a family member who knew him well played a joke on him. They took an empty Pringles can. And um, let me interject here to say that way back when Pringles cans were not cardboard, they were actually metal. So they took the Pringles can and they put screws and nuts and bolts in it. They knew he could not resist. He insisted that he never shook gifts, that that was not something he did. He didn't really realize that everybody knew that he did that all the time. Um, but he couldn't resist shaking the Pringles can just to try to figure out what was in it. Uh, by the time it was Christmas Day and he had to open the can in front of everybody, the bottom of the Pringles can was just dented all to heck because he had shook it up so much. And I can imagine what fun they had over that prank. He still laughs about it today. <laughs> 
So sometimes we're like that though, don't you think? Not like a dented Pringles can. Although some days, I don't know, maybe I am. (laughs) There are days I feel like I've been beaten up inside, but I'm sure you feel that way too. But that's not what I'm talking about. We kind of tend to get impatient like that. But we get impatient like that with life and with our future, like we, like we do with waiting for the surprise of a special gift we know is coming our way. We, we want to see what's going to happen before it happens. It's that little bit of, I need to know. I need some control. I need to prepare myself. You know, we want to know what's inside. What's the surprise that God has for us that we're headed for? Or what is the outcome of the current expectation we have? What is that? What it was it we're expecting? Are we going to be disappointed? For some people, it's just not easy not knowing. It's harder for some people to be content with the unexpected and the unknown than it is for other people. Um, we can't just look, you know, into a, a crystal ball or or shake a box filled with future bits and pieces to see what's inside it or try to guess. Would it be easier if we could get a good old box filled with the future and hold on to it, see how heavy it's going to be, or or sniff it to see if it smells sweet and peel back the paper to see exactly what's going to happen so we know? I'm not sure it would be. I'm not sure that's something that we would all want to know exactly what's going to happen. I like to say that kind of whole... I know through and through that God's word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I say that. And I also like to say that God just gives me just enough of that light so I don't trip over my own feet. Because if I knew, if I had a big box of the future in front of me and, and I didn't have to worry about peeling back the paper, I'd just be able to shake it and I'd know or God would show me ahead of time. I might do the wrong thing with it. That's what I'm saying. So he gives me info on a need-to-know basis only, and for that I'm thankful. Many of us would have the tendency, if we knew too much, if we knew what it was inside that package that is wrapped, that has our future in it, um, if we knew what was expected of us, that we might actually turn around the other way. Or we might try to run ahead of it and ahead of where God wants us to be because we're so excited about it, and then we'd mess it up. So I'm not convinced that knowing the future is a good thing. I also tend to, to like a little bit of surprise, although definitely not bad surprises, but because I'm human after all, <laughs> and nobody wants a horrible surprise. I like the expectancy though, the beautiful part of it, the pleasantry in it, in the anticipation of Christmas morning and special packages. And when someone plans something, uh, I like that for myself a little bit too, like when my husband planned special things for our 20th anniversary. I loved that. It doesn't happen very often. I'm usually the one that does the surprising and the planning. And so that was great because I had this expectancy. I had no idea what was going to happen, but I was expecting with hope and with love, good things. And it turned out to be great things. So that's the kind of anticipation and expectancy that a lot of people have on Christmas morning, um, hoping for special packages. But I also have that expectancy of how other people are going to react to something that I've given them, something that I've wrapped and I've taken the time and the thought and the effort into preparing for them. So I'm excited when someone takes the time to to send me a real card instead of a text message or an email, you know, or, or, or any card whatsoever if they want to send it. It doesn't have to be just Christmas or Christmas time. I get excited about that because it's so rare anymore. 
And I don't do enough of that myself, by the way. Although I do love text messages too, I have to say. Cute little memes and just knowing that someone, even if they only took 20 seconds or 30 seconds, they thought of me. That's special to me. That matters to me. So I love handwritten cards and notes. Um, I'm not big on posts on social media because I may not see it. But a text message, a card, something that comes directly to me shows me that someone... Um, has a relationship with me that they care about me that I'm a priority to them that matters to me I love that expectancy of that so I don't begrudge anyone posting on social media because I do the same at times but I like the fact that someone has taken the time to think about who I am what I want or what I need um, what my personality is and kind of that little bit of a surprise even if it isn't a, a text message or a little picture or something that they send to me um even even what it might look like if it's just a handwritten note in a card it's personal and that's how god is with us he's very personal with each one of us he knows us inside and out he 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 knitted us in the womb he knows when we rise and when we wake up in the morning and then when we fall asleep at night or if we don't fall asleep at night and we have insomnia he knows that too he has extra special things for each and every one of us even though we may not feel like it at times and sometimes we mess up those things that he has for us he always has something wonderful in store for us if if we just hold on sometimes we have to get through where we are right now that the package or the thing that we opened that we were so expectant might not have been what we wanted or something we did messed it up or something someone else did with their free will messed it up but he always has something wonderful in store for the, his children because he loves us so sometimes it takes extra hard work to be patient and to be content in knowing that but that's part of faith right not knowing the exactness, but knowing that he loves us enough to hold on to those wonderful things he has for us. So I had a friend in college who, just like my husband, was notorious for his impatient expectancy when it came to Christmas gifts. His family got tired of him sneaking to unwrap his gifts ahead of Christmas morning. Uh, when everybody else was asleep, he would go do that. So he was naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> Or, or he would do the ridiculous, futile, but habitual act of, you guessed it, again, shaking the gift. He was one of those people who would just grab it and shake it and shake it and shake it again as if you could tell what's in it by shaking it. And he didn't care really if anybody knew or if they found out later because he got what he wanted. That's all he cared about. It was bad. But as much as his mom and dad kept telling him to knock it off, he didn't do it. Year after year... He could not refrain or restrain himself from shaking the gifts. And one year, he wanted a really nice watch for Christmas. He actually told his parents th that the only thing he wanted was this really nice watch. This was back in the late 80s when wearing watches was the very cool thing to do. They weren't like a, you know, a little computer on your, your wrist. It wasn't like that. You couldn't answer your phone with it. You couldn't text message with it. It was just a watch, but they were a really big deal. Um, I don't have any idea which watch it was that he wanted, but I remember the big uh, Timex watches were popular back then, as were Casio G's. Those were the big thing that had the new lithium battery in them. And then there were Seiko's and Pulsar's. And of course, the really cool designer watches, 
that all of us girls had swatches. And if you don't know what swatches are, look them up. They had all kinds of little flip things that you could put different colors on them. But anyway, I even recall that there was a Pac-Man watch. And I think they came out with the first radio watch back then, which might be what he wanted at the time. You could actually listen to the radio through it, which was a big deal back then. So anyhow, his parents got him the watch that he wanted for Christmas. They put the package underneath the Christmas tree a week or so before Christmas. And of course, he would go over and shake it. Yeah, they, he would shake it, trying to figure out what was in it. it. It would not be as rewarding for him this particular year as it had been in previous years because, well, he knew there had to be a watch in one of the packages that was under the tree. He couldn't help himself but shake them all. So come Christmas morning, his dad handed him that small gift box. And my friend recognized it because he'd had his hands on it numerous times over the previous week. He ripped it open to find a watch box with the exact logo on it that he was hoping for. The kind of watch he wanted. He was really excited and he opened the watch only to discover a broken watch. Bits and pieces of a watch spring, a damaged watch face, and a broken hand. And he was crushed and he was embarrassed. And I'm sure, I mean, he just sat there. I don't know if he cried. I don't know if he was stunned. I just know that he told me about it. And knowing him, he probably couldn't speak, though, um, and was probably tearing up. And his mom calmly said, oh, my gosh, we told you not to shake the gifts. Sometimes having self-control is really well worth it. That way we can protect the gifts we've been given. Wow, what a lesson to learn, right? Especially, you know, when you're a teenager or college age. I mean, later that day, though, after hours of going through Christmas Day with kind of disappointment just hanging on him, my friend was given another gift by his parents, an actual watch. Because being the good parents that they were, they taught him a hard lesson. They'd gone to a local thrift store and purchased some old broken watches and took the bits and pieces from each one enough to make it look like a full watch. And they put all those pieces in the box that they knew without a doubt their son would eventually shake like crazy. I know, does it sound like a difficult lesson to learn? It does, especially at Christmas time. Kind of harsh, right? Maybe. And you may be saying to yourself that that was really a difficult thing and harsh thing to do it to a teenager on Christmas Day. But I'm not really sure he would have learned the lesson any other way. Because he didn't just learn about not shaking a gift in case it's fragile, which is a good thing for, for us all to remember. But he learned more than that. And he definitely learned it because he's remembered it his entire life. He tells other people about it. His Christmas wasn't ruined because you can't ruin the fact that Jesus Christ was born. I'm just going to say that right there. Or that he died for our sins or that he was resurrected. So Christmas is not ruined because you don't get the gift that you want or you broke a gift or uh, someone gets upset or there's family drama or someone acts stupid or someone doesn't show up or someone doesn't send you a text message or a Christmas card. Christmas isn't ruined because it doesn't take away the fact that Jesus Christ was born. But it doesn't matter either how much snow even though I love snow, how much snow there is on the ground or how many family members can or can't make it to your house for Christmas Day or how many gifts you get or how many gifts you don't get or whether or not you shake a box. Christmas is still Christmas. But I find this story inspiring, not only 
because it reminds me that I need to have self-control and that's the lesson that he learned. Um, but I have to have self-control about my attitude and sometimes even about worrying over what tomorrow brings. I need to control that be, because it, I, I, I need to have faith and be content in the expectancy, in the hope. I need to be content in knowing that I may not know what surprises are coming around the bend, but God knows. I have to work hard to be right smack dab in the middle of where God wants me to be so that I'm doing what he wants me to do. It's not always easy. Like I said, sometimes I want to run way ahead of God. And sometimes I want to shrink back afraid of what's coming. And I want to, or I want to go in the opposite direction. But what I want more than all of that is whatever it is that God has for me. So Christmas isn't just a time to think about Christmas trees and parades and snow, which I love, and elves. <laughs> I also almost said sugar plums dancing, but since I've never seen a sugar plum dance with my own eyes, um, except in a cartoon that wouldn't be genuine. But this season, I'm, I'm inspired to remember that uh, the lessons that come with wrapping gifts and opening gifts, and most importantly, the patience and self-control to wait for the gifts that we've been promised um, also come with hope and an expectation of receiving. The expectation of remembering that, uh, well, I'm just saying they're remembering that there is expectation every day when you belong to Jesus Christ because he has good things for you. That is the hope right? The Bible talks to us, um, in James one seventeen. it says, it's one of my favorite scriptures. And it says, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. That's right. Every perfect gift is from above and it comes from our heavenly father and his gifts do not change. And his consistency, his love, his grace and forgiveness do not change. And they don't move like shadows. Like from day to night, one you may see a shadow, you may not. It may be light or bright, or it's dependent on whether it's stormy outside or not, whether or not you have a shadow. Nope, he's not like the shadows because his light is consistent and his love for us is consistent and eternal. No matter what else is going on around us, no matter what we do, and no matter how we might change or how we might shift in and out of the darkness throughout our lives, God's light never changes. So no matter what our expectancy is, we can always expect that God's gifts are perfect and made specifically for each of us. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the gift. That's the gift that we should have this amazing hope and expectancy of Jesus Christ and eternal life through him. That's the gift that we can celebrate every Christmas and the gift that we should be celebrating every single day. So we can't pick up a box and unwrap it or shake it or try to figure out what tomorrow brings, but we can know without a shadow of a doubt in our heart and in our mind and in our spirit and even in our flesh that we have eternal life with Jesus Christ and that he is with us every single day. He promises never to leave us or forsake us. And even when we can't feel him, he's here. Even when we can't see tomorrow, we can know that he is here with us today. He'll be with us tomorrow and in the many days to come. 
even into our eternal home. So I hope and pray that this holiday season that is filled with maniacs in the shopping malls, (laughs) stuffed turkeys and platters of ham, uh, overstuffed stockings, whatever it is, those many Christmas traditions are that around your house that you will make the time to pause and focus on enjoying the expectancy of the blessings that God surely has in store for you and for the people that you love. And if you're hoping for a miracle or a master plan that's beyond your hopes and dreams, you know, something that's even greater and you're just saying, oh, I have these hopes and dreams, but God, I I know that maybe you even have something greater than that in mind. Hold on to that expectancy. I pray you take it to God and continue to, to take everything to him until he gives you a contentment and a peace in the not knowing whatever it is that's coming your way. In the not knowing what is is in that box, in that gift that he has for you. And have faith that whatever it is, it was designed for you. Whatever it is, it's given to you out of love through Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for tuning into the Women Inspired Podcast. And don't forget the pod quote of the day. Expectancy is the atmosphere for miracles. And this Christmas season, I pray for you a miracle. I pray that whatever's on your heart that you take to the Lord, whatever's on your mind that you give to him, that you'll actually lay it at his feet and understand that from the cradle to the grave to the cross to the being risen to his resurrection and to his return that he loves you and he has you in mind in all of those things um thank you so much for tuning in if you need more info want want more info or want to share this not sure what's up go to womaninspired.com you'll find out all of the good stuff there thank you and have a blessed day Mm -hmm.